0: Clang, 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 goes the trolley. I can't help it. We have to do that. Everybody, welcome to Big Glen Radio's new Adventures in Asheville show. We air this every first Tuesday with our friend Stephen Karen Wilson. We call them Mr. and Mrs. Wild of Asheville. They own and run the Lion and the Rose Bed and Breakfast in the Montford Historic District of Asheville, North Carolina. It's a beautiful Victorian home. It is, it's beautiful, and mm-hmm. definitely you want to go and stay there, so check out lion-rose.com. Every time we go up there to see them, we go on a cool adventure. And the last time we were there about a month, month, I don't know. It wasn't that long ago. We went on some cool hiking adventures. Yeah. Yeah. We went out into Pisgah National Forest. Then we went out to Chimney Rock and everyone check that feature. It's a front story feature in our recent Parks and Travel magazine. So check that out at nationalparktraveling.com. And one of the coolest things we've done in Asheville is go on this cool ghost tour. It's on a trolley. Uh, It's called the Gray Line Trolley. So go to graylineashville.com to check this out. They do all kinds of historic tours on a trolley, but this one is their ghost tour. It's haunted history and murder mystery tour. And uh, it's led by uncle Ted. And this is super cool. It, you know, if you want to really get some, cool, colorful history of Asheville, which I know Asheville is known for beer and for the Biltmore, for Pisco National Forest, Smoky Mountains, Blue Ridge Parkway, uh, you name it. Uh, this city has got quite a pass. So we're very excited to welcome Uncle Ted on the show, who is also a fabulous musician. So we're going to have him back in the future. So welcome, Uncle Ted. How are you?
1: I'm great. Thank you so much for having us on.
0: Hey, you no, know, excited. Uh, Steve and Karen, how are the two <laughs> little puppies? How's Ozzy and how's Oreo? This is important.
2: They are good.
0: Yeah, there it is. yeah it's
2: important stuff. They're, they're good. They're happy campers. They got to beg for some bacon this morning and meet and greet everybody.
0: Ah, uh, so it wasn't sausage day. <laughs> it was sausage no, day. It's no. not sausage. today. <laughs> Steve, what is That's on Sundays. tap? What's on tap at the at end? The because everybody, Steve's a brewer. And when you check in, you get a brew, you know? which is good because you yeah, might well, see ghosts later right now.
1: <laughs> we always got the house beer on tap, which is the, is the, the wheat beer. It's kind of like a blue moon, but better. And uh, we've still got some mm-hmm. Pilsner on tap and we'll be um, brewing up a Dunkel soon enough
2: what? for Oktoberfest. A dunkle Fison?
0: A dunkle Fison? <laughs> yep. We have to play up the Oktoberfest. We it like sounds it. like a ghost. I know. I know. I'll the kind of beer
1: I really like, uh,
0: uh, see, yeah this is, this is it it's uh, right in the middle
1: the, not too dark not too light.
0: we want the dirty godiva back i think the dirty godiva <laughs> uncle ted don't you think the dirty godiva sounds like a ghost like a naughty ghost that could be part of the tour
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it could be it could be <laughs> yeah. Yeah. she doesn't we'll wear a lot of
0: clothes <laughs> so Let's let's talk about Asheville, Um, Uncle Ted. This is something when we went on the on the trolley tour. It was so cool. It was sunset, and you got to go around like Asheville, the downtown district, and uh, beyond, and to the Montford historic district. And by the way, there's a really cool cemetery behind the inn that Mm -hmm. you really want to go check out. Um, So when you that's the Riverside Cemetery. The Riverside Cemetery. It Mm -hmm. is um, Mm -hmm. uh, Thomas Wolfe is buried there and his family oh uh, henry is buried there a lot of people are are the resting there i should say um but this this tour really gave us an insight of asheville it seems like it's quite a colorful rambunctious town like it, mm-hmm. it i mean you could be writing books on asheville for years and never get oh yeah through its history sure. right with all of what's happening well, you know,
1: i think so one, one of the things that attracts people to our ghost tour is that Ashville sits in a bowl, and we are actually on top of a, a, the crosshairs of a very pure crystal deposit. I mean, the, the crystal up here is almost ninety-three percent pure. It's under a huge amount of pressure, and it's off a lot of electromagnetic waves that we think are instrumental in attracting a lot of paranormal activity. And so, Hmm. it's been a sacred place for many, many years, starting with the Cherokee. Um, But if you look, every denomination of Christianity has some kind of retreat up here, including uh, out in Fletcher, you've got Lutherage for the Lutherans, you've got Canoga Conference Center for the Episcopalians, uh, the largest Methodist Conference Center in the United States out at Lake Jim Luska. Um, you got Montreat, you got Ridgecrest for the Baptists, and we do have a facility here. So Asheville is home to Judaism, Christianity, Buddhism, Hinduism, Islam, and the Wiccans are here. So I mean, you know, if something's troubling your soul, you're in the right place here.
0: Yeah, I like this. <laughs> and you, there's you a don't... lot of ghosts too. There's there's yes. there's there's a lot, and there I mean there's that one street you took us down which was just like it's like church avenue or something it's like one church, oh, church after street the other. Street
1: and street. that that is one of the most haunted streets in the state of north carolina <laughs> and
0: mm-hmm.
3: can
1: I, a quick little background here of how it got that way
0: yeah go ahead one,
1: well what happens the spanish flu comes through here in 1918, in Ashland, Buncombe County, in the first nine months, lose nearly 15% of their total population. Wow. The city says nobody else is going to be buried inside the city limits. We've got one municipal cemetery outside the city, and that is Riverside. And then they go down on Church Street and tell Central United Methodist Church, First Presbyterian Church, and Trinity Episcopal, we're going to have to move your graveyards. <laughs> now, those people are already dead in the ground. I don't know what good that's going to do, but... Dude. Has a reputation of always going with the lowest bid, and so in reality, all the headstones got moved,
3: <gasps>
1: but not necessarily all the bodies.
3: Oh, and so dude. when
1: you go down dude. there, every one of those churches has a granite block side mm-hmm. dedicated to the people left behind in the street.
0: Uh-huh.
1: you know what they call those people other than dead? They call Sorry. them foundation members.
0: <laughs> Foundation members, I love this. <laughs> I love this. It love is this. one of the most
1: haunted streets in the state, and there are several stories that are attributable to that mm. particular area of Asheville.
0: That what, how can you do that? That is just that's yeah. just well, so wrong on so many levels. Well, what what <laughs> in Well, with, it may
1: it with, may very well be, but we're in nineteen eighteen, and you know yeah. and they're doing what they think is right.
0: Mm. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, it's an <laughs> epidemic, you know, or a pandemic or whatever you want to call it. You know, when, when those diseases spread, they're like wildfire and, you know, you got to do what you got to do, you know. But I was going to ask mm-hmm. uh, Uncle Ted, um, Thomas Wolfe is a, a big deal in regards to Asheville. And, um, you know, and it. I know that the city, you know, is a hub of the arts in the way back when and still continues to be today. I mean, you've got the story of Zelda Fitzgerald. Um, all you know, we, we've there's just so many people. But Thomas Wolfe and and O. Henry, uh, the very first night um, we stayed at the Lion and the Rose, and we met Stephen Karen the next morning, ran out to the cemetery, and I was like, "No way!" And I had to look up all these authors, and wow, this is this is big <laughs> literary stories. But Thomas Wolfe, I mean, talking about you know, dead bodies, wasn't his dad an undertaker?
1: Well, his dad was actually a monument builder and he oh. Oh. built a lot of the, the the stone the headstones that are in riverside cemetery and if you go through riverside you will see a lot of the compass and square because so many i mean masonry was huge uh in those days primarily because of all the building going on and of course uh you've got George Vanderbilt bringing in. There are seven Masonic lodges that started on the Biltmore estate. They were operative masons, meaning that those lodges were schools for the best the building trades had to offer. But Thomas Wolfe's father was a monument builder. And you know, Thomas Wolfe, even in his book, Look Homeward Angel, now I, I will say this the reason he was not so well received in Asheville is that he took all of the gossip that he picked up growing up in his mother's boarding house and used that to write his books.
3: <laughs> and we're
1: delighted about it until we read the books and find out that all he did was change the name of Asheville to Altamont, the name of the boarding house from old Kentucky home to Dixie man. And he tells everything he knows about everybody he knows and not in a flattering manner. And don't ask me <laughs> if my family's in that book. Okay. No,
0: I see. <laughs> now, Uncle cool. Ted. He changes everybody's
1: <laughs> names, but he puts everybody's real address in there.
0: Oh. <laughs> I have been
1: haunted all my life by this book because oh I know <laughs> the stories are true.
3: Oh, In the story, you-
1: in the book, he tells the story of his brother being dying in that boarding house of the Spanish flu. Ooh. And then later on, encountering his presence in front of his father's monument shop. Now, mm-hmm. as I say, all the stories in the book are true, I have no reason to doubt that that one's not true.
0: Hmm. Mm. You can go to that house now. I mean, we we wanted to go, um, but we ran out of time, but we got to at least see it on, on the trolley tour. Mm. And this is the coolest thing about taking the tour is you can, you know, I would say do this as, the, as soon as you get to Asheville. It should mm-hmm. be the first thing. Wouldn't you say, Stephen, Karen, yes. for your guests yeah. coming in? It yeah, gives absolutely. you... The first things we did. Yeah, it gives you yeah. this overview of the city, the layout, um, and then you're going to go, I want to go here, I want to go there, you know, <laughs> even even looking at the restaurants when you drive by and the breweries, because there's a lot of breweries, Yeah. but um, it, mm-hmm. it, this is a really good backstory to Asheville, and and from there, explore out, so, you know, when we went, you, we didn't get to go into the home while we were there, but we got to drive by, and you're telling me there was all kinds of, you're telling us there's all kinds of stories, like, fires and ghosts and what's going on in the oh, yeah. Thomas wolf house that's that's like well
1: a- well the thing is and a lot of people do this because it gives them a great background we are running starting at nine thirty in the morning from the visitor center every 30 minutes our historical tour and we do a, a combination deal where you do the historical on, it will give you half-price admission to the Thomas Wolfe house. And then in the Mm -hmm. common notion, you can get the ghost tour that night. And, of course, Ben died in that house uh, in 1998, just before the Bell Share Festival kicked off for that year, somebody set a west wing of the house on fire. Mm -hmm. And the house actually lost... About 40% of its structure and 60% of artifacts in there. And Steve was the curator at that point. He's the perfect guy to do it because he loved to read Thomas Wolfe. We, we didn't always enjoy it because he's very wordy. He, you've got to plow through his material. But Steve raised the money to restore the house. It was arson. They didn't determine that. But it's never. they never found out who did it.
0: Wow! Hmm. Wow! So it's there's awesome. so all these stories you'll you'll and all the ghost stories. I mean, it's it's amazing. There's you know a, a a nun that walks around, and there's you know the the pink lady. Um, so this this tour is really cool. And I want to just go over to Steve and Karen because apparently you guys went walking on the Boogeyman Trail the other day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the Boogerman Trail? Oh, the Boogerman. Was it
0: the Boogerman <laughs> or the Booger, Booger
2: Boogie? boogie. <laughs> Boogerman. Yeah.
0: The booger. Booger. And there's yeah. a lot booger. of mushrooms on the booger trail. Booger, booger. trail. <laughs> Seriously.
1: And slimy mushrooms on the booger trail.
0: Oh my <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> All righty then. <laughs> so so you've got that, but then you, uh, Karen, you're saying that there's a couple of trails out there that are like spooky to go Yeah, so that, that's
2: what we were saying. We were thinking as far as on the haunted theme, what was a creepy hike? We like Browning Knob, where there's a Uh, 1983 or 84 Cessna plane wreck there and it's just it's creepy vibe when you get there Mm.
0: wow wow and and what about the and and where is that is that part of Pisgah National Forest um so let's
1: see or a water rock knob yeah
2: so it's a little ways down the parkway
0: Okay. And that's still open in the fall, like October, everyone can still drive on the parkway, right? Oh yeah. Usually.
2: Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah, gotta be definitely. beautiful. Fall that's a good colors. place for fall. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Good place yeah, for that, fall. Yeah. That's definitely. what I was gonna
0: say. Like it it where we are in Rougemont right now, um the the leaves are already turning and falling. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's fall today. It it's fall. It's freaking cool, oh. man. Like really cool. Oh, cool. that's cold. very cool. Um, so what what happens in your area? When do the leaves start to turn in the Asheville area and the parkway?
2: They should start turning soon uh, in the higher elevations. Here we usually see it late October
0: in okay. Asheville itself. Okay. But then yeah. you can still try around. That area
2: we took, you guys, we took you guys for the butterflies probably by the first week of October last year It was really good.
0: Mm-hmm. First couple yeah. of weeks
2: in Graveyard so, Field. So
0: Exactly. Okay, so everyone start getting out there. That's a, it's the time. It's the time to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it yeah, is. that's going to be neat. To, you know, Uncle Ted, if you're taking like the history tour during the day, to be able to see Asheville in you know fall colors, the city. I haven't seen it like that before. That, is it is that what it looks like in the fall?
1: Well, we we sit kind of down in a bowl. I um, mean, you come up the mountain and then you drop into the bowl. We're surrounded by mountains. And so a lot of times on the tour, when we point out certain points, you can see the colors in the distance. And and every year is different. I mean, every mm-hmm. year is different. Uh, we woke up this morning. We had a high of 84 degrees yesterday. And this morning, I get up mm-hmm. at my house, and it's 48 degrees. So, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think, was yep. it yesterday fall came in, or is this the first day of fall? <laughs> I, I think yesterday <laughs> anyway, was
2: officially. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, well, it, it it came in with a rush, so. Oh,
0: yeah. Yep. Wow. Going
1: around three wow. in the afternoon.
0: <laughs> it wakes wow, up it... and goes, I'm late. Hurry up. I'm late. Oh, here I come. I'm here late. I come. <laughs> well, you know, but this is, you know, I think fall and I, We have been there. We I remember our, our we went through the Arboretum in fall, which is really mm-hmm. pretty. And they do like that beautiful uh, quilt. It's a the living quilting. quilt the quilt yeah. part, mm-hmm. and they change that's it so out every awesome. season it's it's yeah. you know i know everyone goes to the biltmore that's a big deal too i mean if you go to Asheville, you've mm-hmm. got to go to the biltmore which we haven't done but i can say you're supposed to go because uh. we know every everybody <laughs> goes and, and you know but we haven't there's, done it yet you know there's when, always something else to do there you i know, know. I mean? yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly it's cool exactly it's um so there's a lot to do when you when you go out there but Um, Going back to haunted things, what about Halloween? So I'm going to assume that Uncle Ted, there's bus tours all, you know, Halloween's going to be a busy weekend for you guys.
1: Well, the whole month of October is busy during the daytime and Mm -hmm. at night. The ghost tour runs Monday through Saturday, and it leaves at 7 o'clock from Pax Tavern, and they'll leave probably seven so i mean you know if you get there at 702 you're still going to be standing on the sidewalk at 703 so <laughs> and they typically sell out what we do is we do one tour a night unless that one sells out and we get at least six people on the second tour and then we'll do another one at eight thirty. and okay. so it's a 75 minute tour um and usually after about the 10th of October, we're doing two a night because they do sell out. Mm. Uh, it, it's age appropriate for adults and children, probably children starting at around age six or seven. Okay. Uh, younger than that, they may be a little too young to, to do it in some things because it is a haunted history murder mystery, it's a, mm-hmm. a murder that did take place at the Battery Park Hotel that. Has still remained on the. Well, they said they solved it, but that's questionable.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember going by. It, so when, when yep. okay, so there's some there's some creepy things on that tour, but it's it's manageable. Yes, there but are. it's it, there's some creepy things that make you really go, you know. Ooh, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? So you know, but you don't. do we have gotten
1: pictures. I mean, you know, we we yeah, tell people when sure. you get on here, if you're gonna take pictures places to take some pictures please take about five or six pictures in a row because the camera will always see more than the human eye
3: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. That's, that's really true, true. the really tour true.
1: y'all were on we did show some pictures of some things that have been taken recently mm-hmm. on the tour yeah it, it's
0: that it's was, crazy was, man so crazy it's stuff. Yeah, there is some creepy and, you know, some of the even just some of the buildings that you go by, like you just go, you know, something had to happen there. You just have that vibe, you know what I mean? But I mm-hmm. wanted to ask you, don't do these on Sunday with all, you know, all the different religions and, and spiritual beliefs represented in Asheville. And, you know, you think about being, you know, atop top all this crystal. If you took a ghost tour on a Sunday, do you think lightning <laughs> would strike the trolley? Like seriously. I wonder I, what would happen. There are certain
1: things I don't go out and <laughs> entice. <laughs> <take> <laughs> yes, yeah,
0: Sunday's gotta be a little little spooky on on that level, but and Halloween, Stephen Karen, are you guys dressing up again?
2: Yes, we are. Every year, it's it's huge. Yes, yes, and we actually have guests more and more, knowing how big the um, how big Halloween is in Montfort. That we're getting people actually coming for that.
3: Mm. Oh,
0: cool, cool. Cool. That's That's cool. cool. Yeah, I mean, do you get to you give out candy and everything when people come trick or treating? People still do they still do it? (gasps) That's fun. that's fun. Mm. That is very cool. Last yeah. last year we had
2: to turn out the light at like six hundred, so I we're expecting more like what we had the years before, like a thousand, twelve hundred kids. Wow, really? Well,
1: yeah. oh, is oh. So wow. You got kids coming from all different neighborhoods. Maybe their neighborhood exactly. doesn't celebrate wow. Halloween the way Monfort does, and plus yeah. Riverside
2: Cemetery,
1: and they're doing those nighttime tours up there. So, oh really? Oh, I mean, what's better? Well, that to be yep. in a cemetery yeah yeah true
0: <laughs> that's cool you know what and there's there's things that happen in cemeteries i mean and you've got well now it's going to be cooler weather but just about yep. every three to four cemeteries we go to we find snakes next to the <laughs> resting places i don't know sure. if they like oh the, that was the in, um the t- that was and- what was Wyatt it? Um, uh, herbs grave. A snake went it it. Bro- yeah. I got a rattlesnake. A rattlesnake hanging out on his brother's grave. Yeah, um, that was kind of oh, like, wow. Oh yeah, I yeah, you know they do. They do. And we've interviewed <laughs> genealogists who say be careful in graveyards because there's snakes. And I think they like the peacefulness because they are like a park. Um, you know, Nancy and I mm-hmm. travel full time. Everyone on the Love Your Parks tour, but we've decided that cemeteries are parks too. They're manicured. They're taking care. Well, you know what? That's the whole thing, too, is support yeah. your local cemeteries, because we have a problem across <laughs> this country. I know it sounds weird, but keeping them funded so that they are maintained. And some cemeteries don't have. Well, they're still finding who was buried where. And it sounds like Asheville has yeah. that problem downtown. <laughs> I'm <just gonna> say. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, well, sometimes, sometimes.
1: <laughs> beings in the spiritual world tend to wander.
0: Yeah, yeah, they do, mm-hmm. especially the nuns. So they, may not, the...
1: They, may, they may not stay put.
0: Mm. Okay, but now what about the architect yeah. that got walled into his own church? I mean, that's why How that's funny. did that happen?
1: Well, now, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> let's, let's back that up. you <laughs> are talking about Rafael Guastavino. <laughs> and he is in the basilica. But that was part of the agreement. See, the Catholic church burned down. And Rafael mm-hmm. Guastavino, for those folks who are tuned in and may not know him, is the famous Spanish Basque architect. He's known as mm-hmm. a man with a thousand buildings. He's worked all over the world. Many of his commissions came directly from the Vatican in Rome. Mm-hmm. He comes here to work with his friend, Richard Sharp Smith. Now, when he gets here, he finds Richard Sharp Smith helping get Vanderbilt into the house by Christmas. And that's a great turn of events for George Vanderbilt because he gets the number one tile maker in the world at that time. Glasdevino mm-hmm. was a very devout Catholic. So when the Catholic Church burns down, he offers his services. He comes out of retirement and says, "Look, I'll build this back for you, but I got some requirements. It's got to be my design. I'm going to mm-hmm. select everybody. Everybody that works on this project is going to be hired by me, and nobody's going to aggravate me about mm-hmm. when it's going to be done." Now, for you ladies that are tuned in, listening to this. Think about how much faster your projects are going to get done by your husband or significant other if you quit aggravating him about when it's going to be done.
3: (laughs) That's not going to
1: change a thing in this world, but I put it on there just like it was written. Okay, so Guastavino, when he makes his agreement, the other thing he wants is for he and his wife and daughter to be interred inside the church. That's why we say he put body and soul inside the basilica, because he is interred in there. Now, he dies before the Spanish flu hits.
3: Hmm.
1: After the Spanish flu, the city council said nobody else is going to be buried inside of public buildings. So his wife and daughter are not there, which <gasps> is the reason that he... Dude. When you <laughs> see him, you will see a man walking around the church inspecting it. Because he didn't get to finish it. His
3: son finished
1: it. And he, he's looking at his son's work. And he's very happy with his son until he gets to the back of the church and realizes his final resting place is by mm. himself without <clears throat> his wife and his daughter. Mm. And so, But you can go in there and see him. I mean, he's right there. You, mm. you go to the back and to the left of the pulpit. There's a big iron door. Pull on it real hard. If you need help, he'll probably push from the inside but he's in there,
3: and that's that's
1: (laughs) the the architect inside of his own church,
3: and people
1: see him most of the time around Christmas walking the Mm. perimeter of the church, and you'll see him dressed in a nice suit, wearing a dark fedora uh, and an overcoat, and like I say, at the front of the church, he's real happy because he's pleased with his son's work. His son completed the basilica the way he wanted it completed but as mm-hmm. he goes toward the back, he gets a little bit more melancholy.
0: Whoa! Oh. So does do you think <laughs> he comes cool. out and and hangs out with the naughty nun that had the you No, know, I don't
1: know because they're on two different streets, and that nun was not a Catholic nun. She was, if you'll remember, the Episcopal Church grew out of the Catholic Anglican Church, and the reason mm-hmm. it was formed was so that Protestants and and Catholics could marry each other with the blessing of the church. And so early on, uh, certain uh, sects, and I'm saying S-E-C-T-S, of the Episcopal <laughs> Church had nuns.
3: And,
1: and and so she was an Episcopal nun. Guastavino was a Catholic. I don't know if they hang around each other. He was really in love with his wife, and that's why he's upset. She's not with him. So. <laughs> But no. I don't know if they cross over. I'm I am i am sure they probably the commune at different times, you know. Hmm. Um
0: <laughs> I know you just have to keep but, going on the tour and you might see one of them, you know. That's that's well, the thing. You, exactly. you never know. We have
1: had pictures of the nun. I haven't seen Guastavino.
0: You know um, what? The nun is I, creep the nun pictures creeped me out and it oh, bugged me all night oh, long. Oh, definitely. I'm not mm-hmm. kidding. That that nun picture <laughs> Dude, she's dead, but she's not. Like she's a dead alive. You know, I <laughs> she mean, lives well, if on. You ever, if
1: you ever went to Catholic school, they are some nuns that can put the fear of God in you. Not um,
0: kidding. They, I did. <laughs> I went. I went to. I, I was going to say a mm-hmm. I did go to a Catholic after I got expelled from kindergarten. No joke.
3: I did. <laughs> I got
0: expelled, and I got put into a Catholic school. And all I can tell I you is one knuckles. You. My knuckles have never been the same. Um, they are big, and I can open jars because of it. Because after all the cold water ruler beatings on your knuckles oh that gosh. they did, listen, you you do not mess with a nun. You do no, not. You they they
1: sorry, Bob nope. you do not. No, you <laughs> not.
0: You do not lasts forever. You just don't do it. If it, it, I don't. I think they should run the military. If you know, oh gosh, they sure, should actually that's take an idea over the country and everyone will behave. you know they'll put every can politician you imagine if life. they
1: put Putin in a Catholic school?
0: Oh my no. God, that's hysterical. <laughs> now that's funny. That's He's really freaking
3: himself out.
0: Oh, no, he, he would run away. He's a,
3: <laughs>
0: I, because he's, he's, a, he's such a coward. He'd no, no with way. his shirt off on his little horse, you know, and it'll be a little <laughs> unicorn as well. It will be a unicorn. Oh, well, wow. Well, see, don't start. There's a lot
1: night. of this stuff that's going to be added to that.
0: No, 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 no. That's not how it happens here on Big Blend Radio. But Uncle okay, Ted, um, Nancy wanted to bring up, I know we're going to close with a song called Dark Side of Love, which goes oh, really well with the story of the nun. And to get the full story of the nun, you must go on the tour. We can't tell all the yeah. stories. I mean, right. there there mm-hmm. are all kinds of lurking spirits all throughout Asheville, and there's mm. some really cool stories that are mystical as well so there you just really need to go on this tour i'm serious and you need to go to Asheville. and once you go you'll be like nancy and i we keep circling back and we're going to be back in december we can't wait um we love it there
1: come on the christmas tour when you come in december there we go
0: cool
1: cool we have about three tours that we do And and the christmas tour is not a light tour um it takes in the different traditions uh, oh, of our cool. holiday season and we do have a guitarist Ooh. on there so we sing songs. I mean it it really mm-hmm. does take you back and we tie together the five major cultures that built Asheville. But you oh, nice. like Celtic that. culture, mm-hmm. lumping together Scottish and Irish, the black mm-hmm. culture, the Jewish culture and of course the Greek culture.
3: So oh, wow.
1: if you're here in December please come ride our Christmas oh, tour. We'd to have you.
0: Oh uh, um, yeah we gotta do that. In- we'll
2: take you guys and,
0: yeah, uh, and that. um we love that there's gonna be music on there too. I mean that's an and, mm-hmm. and you play and tell mm-hmm. everybody about your band because just so that everybody knows. So when the, your next album comes out so people know, you know, what to expect and and um so that well, we can. I hope have we can, you can back come on. back
1: on here and promote. Are oh, you
0: better. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You better.
1: Well, I yeah. play bass for the Whitewater Bluegrass Company and we have produced two Grammy winners. Uh Mark Pruitt was playing banjo with us when he won his Grammy with Ricky Skaggs for the album.
3: Cool. That's and very then cool.
1: Steve Sutton, just before he passed, was with us. And he was playing, he won his Grammy with for the work he did with Christy Cox in Nashville. Oh, yeah. So, um, but we, uh, as a matter of fact, this particular weekend, I don't know if this will happen, but but we're coming up Saturday going to Western Carolina University in Cullowhee, for the Mountain Heritage Festival. And we'll be on the main stage 11 until 1230. And then we're doing some workshops, uh, some dance workshops, fiddle workshops. And Bill Bailey, our guitar player, is going to teach a workshop on guitar. Not all these hot legs, but how do you play rhythm mm. and Ooh, back up somebody? Because nobody wants to cool. stay home and do that. <laughs> hey, I want to play hot
0: <laughs> licks, but <laughs> No, that's really it's true. A fun, it's, been, it's a it's fun important. time that's to make it I love this. I love this. And, and speaking of music too, um, you're doing some porch concerts, right? Uh, Karen.
2: What's that?
0: I, did, I missed con- what you said. Porch concert. Yeah, oh yeah. Porch, porch. Fest.
2: porch okay. Fest was rescheduled. Normally that's September, second uh, Saturday in September, but we had rain. So it rained out, unfortunately. Yeah, it rained out. Um, it's <sighs> rescheduled for October
0: 8th. Oh, awesome. Okay, cool. Awesome. So, I'm great. I'm glad this is airing before that. So that's good. <laughs> that's yep. great. Uh, just in time, just in time to get there, everybody. It's so a porch fest, and that happens uh, at your B and B and then is that throughout Montford District?
2: Yes, several other oh. houses. So it goes from like noon until about seven, eight in the evening, and ours happens mm-hmm. to be at six. So prime time. Oh.
0: And that's by the really way, fun. part of this ghost tour goes through the Montfort district to the place where zelda fitzgerald had to say bye-bye to the world and um it's a very cool no it's not a, i mean she died and that sucks but it's 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 a it's a i'm just gonna say it's a crazy story am i allowed to say that uncle Ted? it's <laughs> that's not nice well, is it
1: the fact that it took place in a in a mental institution yes it would be a crazy story
0: it's a crazy <laughs> story and it's another
1: one of, of,
0: of arson i mean what's going on there seems to be a lot of fire that happened in nashville so you know so, uh, definitely, um, so many stories that um, you, you're going to come back on next year to do this just so we can sell some of the other ones. But mm-hmm. we want people to get out there. But before you go, Uncle Ted, please uh, just give us a little snippet about the because we're going to play Dark Side of Love by the Craven Band uh, out of South Florida. Um, and it is this is the uh, cover song to their album, The Dark Side of Love. And you can go to cravensongs.com. But Nancy brought this up because Uh, there's, is there a little boy on the, is it the Craven Bridge? Yes. Well, the Craven
1: Bridge story is not one of my particular stories. I know the story, uh, on the peripheral of it, but supposedly, um, off the Craven Bridge, a young boy was swimming and with some of his friends and they never recovered the body. They never saw him again, but people on Craven Bridge have reported seeing a young boy down there swimming, and they hear laughter and that kind of thing. So Ooh. that ghost is having a great time. Well,
0: that's, yeah, that's, I mean, I, nice. that's, that's at least a happy ghost story. Okay, that's a happy ghost story. But I'm going to say that the dark side of love goes to the the nun the Scary nun, who yeah. you know, she, she was the naughty, scary, naughty nun. What is she dressed me? in black in Asheville, dressed in black. Yes, everyone, yeah. That now there's so many songs that could go with this, you know. All right, well, thank you all for Definitely. joining us. It's been delightful talking about all these <laughs> crazy Thanks stories. having a it's oh, fun. You. Yes,
3: thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Every,
0: Everyone, again, uh, for the trolley tours, go to graylineashville.com. And that's uh, G-R-A-Y because, you know, I just want to make sure my spelling's correct here. And then for the Lion and the Rose Bed and Breakfast, go to lion-rose.com. Of course, keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. We are here talking about adventures in Asheville every first Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So join us then. Thank you all. And here it is, the dark side of love dedicated to... The Naughty Nun in Black.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys.